Hello, everyone. Welcome to Typhoon Talks, brought to you by Typhoon Consulting, a boutique management consultancy headquartered in Hong Kong. My name is Chen Yang, and I'm a consultant here with the firm. And I'm Elena, an analyst with the firm. A growing number of universities have been offering innovative online programs to executives and professionals as a way of keeping employee skill sets relevant to the fast-changing business world. Today, we are joined by our colleague Claire Simon, who recently finished the Presidential of Readiness program offered by Harvard Business School. And Claire is going to share with us her course experience as well as her views on the expanding innovative course. Welcome, Claire. Hello, everyone. Hi, Claire. So you just finished an intensive online program of um, three months offered by Harvard University, right? And can you maybe please share with our listeners um, what have been offered in this course? Yes, so the core program is actually a three courses program offered by HBX, which is the online platform of the Harvard Business School, also known as HBS. The three courses that are offered in this program are financial accounting, economics for managers, and business analytics. Um, and there are actually three types of cohorts. So they are called either um, advanced, standard or extended, which means that uh, basically you have all these three courses to do in either 10, 12 or 17 weeks. So is this a very competitive program to get in and what the application process look like? Um, okay, so the program is not exactly a competitive one, but you probably want to apply if it makes sense to you to do this kind of courses. Um, the application process is that you have to subscribe online and you are asked to fill in some uh, biographical information and then you have to write a 300-word essay and you have to wait about a week until they review all the applications and they can tell you that you have been confirmed for this program. And you also mentioned that there were three cohorts, right? Um, are they different in terms of the timing or you know how, how quickly how quickly you go through the course? Is that right? Um, actually, so the three courses each contained five to seven modules, mm -hmm. and each of the modules you have to take no matter your cohort, but it's just that the re the release of the modules uh, is different depending on the cohort. So typically the 17 weeks cohort, because it's uh, seven plus five plus five modules, they release on average one module per week, which means that you have to complete each module every week. Um, you only have a three weeks window to complete them. Whereas for the standard or the advanced cohorts, they release modules faster, mm. which means that you have to complete the modules faster. Mm. So how are the modules uh, being taught? The really interesting thing about the HBX platform is that the modules are very interactive and they are taught in what they call teaching elements. One teaching element can be a bit of text to read or it can be a very short video, usually it's about two minutes, it's very, it's really not long. Um, and there are also lots of questions. So there are, there's the reflection question where the person is asked to think about it, there's no time limit, and then you have to answer, but then you have to look at the other's answers and to rate them. 
Um, you also have cold calls questions, where in this instance, you have about one or two minutes to read the question, think about it, and answer, which is much more stringent. How big is the commitment when you uh, take this course? Um, so they advertise that the one module is approximately eight hours which means if you take the 17 weeks cohort, it's eight hours per week that you have to spend. Of course, it really depends on how comfortable you are with the different types of modules. So typically, um, in my case, I was very comfortable with the business analytics, a bit less with the finance, and even less with the economics for managers. Uh, I looked at the average time I spent for each module, and on average, I spent about five hours per module on the business analytics, um, probably seven on the finance, but easily nine on the economics for manager or sometimes 10. It, it also varies with each module, but on average, that's what you can expect. It reminds me of the Oxford FinTech course I took and Oxford blockchain course. They always claim around 12 to 17 hours, but the actual hours really depend on how familiar you are with the topic and how much reading you did. So for me, it was always nearly 20 hours when I was on that course and it was really intense. And what about your course mates? Have you been able to interact with them? Yeah, the very good thing about this platform, so it's all developed entirely by HBX, and it really allows for interaction between the peers. Um, typically, when you log on, you have a map of who's connected in which country around the world. Uh, you can access anyone's profile. You can chat with them online. Um, during the course, as I said, you, have, you actually are asked to rate questions. By rating, I mean that you can put a star for some questions or not. So you also have to gather stars by um, putting out good answers, but you have to rate the others as well. Um, and you're encouraged as well to comment on their answers so that the discussion starts going. How many students were there in the class? In my cohort, there were about 700 people, but they actually divided into two sub-cohorts, A and B, of 350 people, just because otherwise it would have been too complex in terms of yeah. interaction. It was similar to um, the Oxford FinTech course I took. There were nearly a thousand students in the class, but they actually divided them into, I think it was 10 to 12 classes. So you could have uh, some interaction with your course mates in a smaller groups. Um, did you find any concentration in terms of your course mates industry or position in their companies? Yeah, I would say there were probably a good part of these students were actually students. I mean, they were still fresh out of school, graduates, and potentially looking to do an MBA afterwards. Um, another part were coming directly from the industry with a lot of different types of experience. I did notice that quite a few of them had consulting experience and it seemed that they were belonging to companies which were recommending or maybe making it mandatory for them to attend this training. And did you observe different motivations of people to attend this course? I mean, for fresh graduates, probably they were more motivated by career advancement in the future. Um, how about the, the, the ones who are working already? 
what's their motivation to take this course? Yeah, I think in one part, there is the company who asks the people to go through the course. But on the other part, I would say there's mainly two types of motivations for professionals. Um, that would be first to get a certificate from the HBX course because it is an extension of Harvard Business School and it is um, a nice to have on the CV, no matter your yeah, experience. Of course. Uh, and the second would be that this course, even though it does not allow you to go directly to an MBA in Harvard afterwards, if a professional is interested in potentially going for an MBA, it is actually a very good course to take on before so that they can make up their mind about it. Chen, you also mentioned that uh, you've taken a fintech course. So uh, we can definitely see a trend that more and more leading universities are offering such innovative online programs, such as blockchain, AI, and machine learning. So what do you think this trend would tell us? Um, what, might, what made this course so attractive for you, Claire? Is it, was it a university brand or maybe the course name itself? That is a good question. I think that definitely we're now in a world where professionals want to continue learning, even though they are fully uh, employed. And whether it's because of a career change or they just want to specialize in what they're doing, um, these online courses are relatively new. They are developing more and more. And putting in place some huge platforms like that has definitely an attraction because it does not only allow for people to specialize or to learn more about things for career change, it also allows them to connect with other individuals, other professionals, which will in turn help them make connections in terms of networking. Yeah, I, I totally agree. So for my course, I, we had, um, like I said, 900 to 1,000 people globally, but in Hong Kong, there were nearly 80 people. So we formed a WhatsApp group. And even after the end of the course, we still meet up regularly just to catch up with, uh, network with each other and learn about the latest trend of the industry. So I actually find the biggest value part of the course comes in after the course, because this is more sustainable afterwards. Yeah, absolutely. And for the HBX course, it's the same principle. So of course, you have the online platform. Uh, they also create a Facebook group dedicated to your cohort. Um, they allow you to create a WhatsApp group, which we did, and we're about at least 300 on this group. And after you complete the all the modules, they allow you to join the HBX community. This is also a worldwide website where people try and do meetups afterwards. Unfortunately, Hong Kong is not yet a very popular destination, so it doesn't have an official organization. How do you think, um, in the times when technology is advancing so fast, how can um, employees can still keep their own skill sets relevant to the market? Yeah, definitely. I think that we're at a point where in the past people used to simply study before they started to work and you had to study in the stream that you had chosen and then you were a professional and you could maybe specialize a bit doing some training with your company uh, while you were working, but that was limited to it. Now, things change because we are offered all these types of training classes where you can actually learn something even outside of your mainstream, whether that means you want to strive for a career change 
or you're just interested in knowing a bit more about a different subject than what you're currently working on, um, everything's just possible for you. The courses are relatively affordable and it's definitely about learning new skill sets or specializing in your, your current skill sets and you can absolutely do everything you want, which is great about it. I think the new technology has facilitated a new mode of learning. So in the past, there were not so many online courses. And when people thought about education, it meant education in a proper educational institution. That means you had to take off your proper time, go to school, meet your teacher, and actually learn everything in the classroom. But now with the new technology, there are so many digital education platforms and you don't even need to use your full time. You can use your spare time in the evening or in the weekend to do all this learning. So that really facilitates a new way of learning for the current employees. Agreed. And I think it's not only about the quantity of the online courses available, but it's also the quality because we're getting towards a model where a lot of institutions such as Harvard or Oxford release these platforms, these courses, and they allow all the students to meet together. And what you can get out of it as a student is worth a lot compared to maybe what an online course was. Yeah. So looking back into 15 years ago, IT was one of the most popular courses in college. However, this, these days, perhaps a lot of high school students will go for courses such as machine learning or data analytics. Do you think basic courses are losing attraction to students in the days of uh, intensive speci specialization? I'm not sure I would say that because definitely specialization courses are developing, but a lot of people still want to become leaders and the skills that they have to learn are not only about specialization, but it's mainly about what you could call basic courses, but that's really more leadership type courses. And definitely this um, HBX core course is about more or less basic, but it is definitely something that you need to have before thinking about going for an MBA, for instance, before thinking about becoming the leader for tomorrow. Just to wrap up this episode, Claire, can you leave our listeners with three key takeaways? So I would say the first takeaway is the HBX Core program is a program with three courses, financial accounting, economics for managers and business analytics. Yeah, I think this course was actually particularly useful because for someone who's a fresh graduate, it's like the next step before an MBA if they want to do that. But for someone who's a professional... It also allows you to level up on these three main uh, courses because maybe that's something that you learned in the past or maybe that's something you just don't know about, but it gives you a very good insight into what a business is about. The second takeaway, I would say, is really focused on the interaction that you have with all the peers that are inside the class. You, learn, you can learn a lot from them uh, when you're commenting, but also through different groups available to you. And this networking is really key not only to learn, but also afterwards in terms of what to, you want to achieve in your career. Finally, I would like to conclude that having this type of courses available, especially from reputable institutions, is just making 
professionals' life easier in terms of learning. So this is really giving them access to a lot of knowledge that they would not have been able to gain otherwise, or they would have had to stop working so that they could gain this knowledge. And this is something that's made possible thanks to the development of digital learning. Thank you, Claire. So that's all the time we have for today. Follow us on Facebook, iTunes and SoundCloud at Typhoon Talks for more podcast episodes. Also, please visit our website at www.typhoonconsulting.com for more industry points of view. We hope you will join us again next time.